Do you wish you had reliable whole food plant-based meals that were quick, simple, and actually tasted good? Would you like to find your new favorite healthy drinks, snacks, and desserts that make you smile big? Then you're going to love the Power on Plants cookbook. Inside, you'll find our family's favorite recipes that give us more time, more energy, and more joy every single day. Our clients taste tested these recipes and have given their rave reviews. And then I gathered them all up into one delicious collection just for you. Rich Alfredo sauce, creamy tomato soup, tasty burgers, mouth-watering dressings, nacho cheese sauce, brownie batter hummus, and so many more. You no longer have to choose between healthy and delicious. Grab your cookbook and all the current bonuses at poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook today. That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. So you've got to ask yourself, what do you do? Because you're left with don't eat this. So now you're thinking that food is bad. And therefore, if I eat that food, I am bad. And so you start defining your worth by the food you eat or the food you don't eat. And so now I'm good or bad based on whether or not I'm eating this food. And that's not a great place to be. No, it's not food freedom. And that's one of the things that we talk about. You're listening to the Smarter Healthy Living podcast, where we firmly believe that getting healthy should never feel like torture. We're your host, Jared and Anita Roussel. We're college sweethearts and health professionals who help you redefine what getting healthy looks like using a whole food plant-based lifestyle. It's time to hear from the experts and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others get beyond the overwhelm to create a vibrant life they love. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're in the right place. So pull up a virtual chair, grab your matcha latte, and let's get started. I was the Dairy Queen. Every day, I needed my cheesy, creamy, ooey, gooey foods. I did. I needed them to survive. <laughs> I'm telling you. And just the thought of walking into a doctor's office or a nutritionist's office or a weight loss office and somebody telling me, um, what's your favorite food? A cheese? Yeah, you got to give that up. Not going to work. Not happening. <laughs> when we would go to the grocery store, sometimes half of the conveyor belt would be dairy stuff. And I oh, remember yeah. on a few occasions, actually kind of teasing the cashier saying, I think we should just get a cow. It'd be a whole lot cheaper. You totally just, said that. Yeah, totally just to did. make our own milk and cheese, which honestly, no, it wouldn't have been. But Exactly. It was kind of funny. But you know what? At the it, time. <laughs> yeah. In hindsight, right? I guess it would have been. But now thinking about it, it makes me really sad because I feel like we need better options than that. You need better options than that. You know, when you walk into an office and somebody says that and then walks out and you're just left standing there holding the bag, the empty bag with no cheese in it, and you don't know what to do. You know, you can, what happens a lot of times, I think, when people come into this way of living is they look for what to make and they're just looking for recipes. And so you get online and you look up recipes and there's about a bazillion different vegan plant-based recipes a lot of them are far from healthy and most, I would say many to most, don't even taste good. I mean, it's very frustrating. So you're left with no flavor or you're still getting crappy ingredients in your system in the name of vegan and you don't feel good. It doesn't make any change. You're not dropping the pounds and you're thinking, why am I doing this? I just want my cheese. 
So, were you thinking something? I saw you. No, no. I was just thinking that a lot of it, yeah, you were saying it's not healthy. So, I mean, it's vegan because it doesn't have any animal products, but it still may not necessarily be that much better for you than the non-vegan mm-hmm. stuff. So you've got to ask yourself, what do you do? Because you're left with, don't eat this. So now you're thinking that food is bad. And therefore, if I eat that food, I am bad. And so you start defining your worth by the food you eat or the food you don't eat. And so now I'm good or bad based on whether or not I'm eating this food. And that's not a great place to be. No, it's not food freedom. And that's one of the things that we talk about. And that's what we want for you. And it's it's a simple concept once you can wrap your mm-hmm. head around it, once you can get a hold of it. Food freedom's amazing. And food freedom comes naturally as you get more of the things your body is craving. The fiber, the antioxidants, the nutrients that it absolutely has to have for you to be healthy. All those things you're not getting in the animal products that you're eating. Meat, all kinds of meat. We're not just talking about red meat here. Meats, dairy, cheese, all the things I loved. I ate them every meal. And then we got to where we would eat just the healthier ones, right? But we were still sick. There's a reason for that. It's because those things don't set us up for the healthiest lifestyle. Our bodies need plants. And by nature, when you're eating the meats and the dairies and the animal products, you can't get the amount of vegetables you need. And you think, well, I've got my meat here and all these things, dairy, but I've got my, my vegetable, you know, on the side right here. I've got, got my, my little, little, yeah, my little token potato. I or eat my green vegetables. Beans. I eat my vegetables, a little mixed veggie. You know, I eat my vegetables, but you're not getting nearly the volume of veggies you need. You can't because you're full on the higher fat, higher calorie foods that you think you have to have because you think they taste so amazing. But the truth is you can make plant foods taste just as amazing. You've just got to have the formulas. You've just got to have the food formulas that you need. You've got to know how to make recipe upgrades and get those same foods you love in a way that makes your body feel good, in a way that loves you back. I say that all the time. Your food's exactly. got to love you back. I was I, thinking that earlier, too. What, did I say that all the time? No, or just, the, no, just in terms of you want foods that love you back. Absolutely. You have to have it, but diets don't set you up for that. So now you've had the appointments where you've been told you can't have the food you love. Now you're on a diet. I'm going on this diet again. Well, you know, when I hear that, I think, again... So you did it, you went off of it, and you're going to do it again because it, quote, worked. You lost weight or whatever under, your goal, goal under was. Under good circumstance, yes, you did achieve some benefit that you probably lost weight, hopefully felt better, maybe mm-hmm. had some increase in energy. But then why are you going back on it? Because you're back where you started before. Probably a lot of times you're in a worse place than you were when you first started the diet that you're now off of. Well, the problem with all that, though, is that you've reached a goal that you had and then once that goal is hit, now you've stopped what got you there mm-hmm. and, and fallen back into the food bondage because these are the things that you loved before, mm-hmm. but, but you ate why? something new that you didn't really love, but got you the result. And now you're falling back into the other. But then why and- can you stay on it before? Why? Because it wasn't enjoyable. Nobody exactly. can blame you. We're not blaming you. Certainly not. No. You know, if I can't have my cheese... I'm not going to do so great, but do I eat vegan cheese now? No, 
So I have to have ways to create it, ways to get those cheesy things. If you like tacos, you need a new way to eat tacos. Like if you like fish tacos, like we did, well, we have different ways we make that now and we still have those tacos. It's just in a different way. And so you've got to, again, you've got to learn those food formulas. You've got to get your food freedom in there. And it's not about just what you don't eat or the bad foods. You need to start thinking more and finding more of those great formulas to get into your life that make you feel fantastic. And that's what we teach all the time. We teach that because we're so um, adamant about it because it's just changed our lives. It's changed the lives of our clients and it's changed the lives of hundreds of thousands of people around the world. So we want you to know if you deny yourself of something for so long, like on a diet, you get your breaking point, right? I, I want cheese. I want meat. I've got to have this or that. The thing that you're not eating. I mean, and, and you'll feel the pressure of it like a dam with water behind you that's building up and building up and you're resisting and I'm denying myself this thing. And then, like you said, you reach that breaking point. And then what happens? You don't just eat a, a little of it or the amount you normally would. You're going to overindulge. You're going to go nuts on that thing when you finally get your hands on it. And again, who could blame you? It's all you've been thinking about for weeks, maybe even months. Maybe it's even days, whatever it is, because you've had to deny yourself having a food like that. All right. And so now you feel bad and now you start considering yourself as bad. And I would even say you feel bad emotionally, but also Mm -hmm. physically because you've eaten something that's not the best for you. But then you've eaten a lot of it, and then you have what we like to term a food hangover where you've got oh, that, awful. <laughs> that yuck feeling afterwards. Are you having fun and getting some helpful tips today? Then please leave mom and dad a review because they love getting to know you more. Friend, we hope you're enjoying this episode as much as we love sharing it with you. It's our prayer that it's inspiring you and filling you with hope. If so, would you stop right now and share this podcast with another woman who's been praying for a health breakthrough? It would be a huge blessing to us if you'd take a few seconds to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts too. And now, back to the episode. And then you're in a vicious cycle. So you say, I'm never doing this again. And it starts all over again. I can't have that thing. I'm never doing this again. And you'll hold off for a while. (laughs) <laughs> and then that desire builds and builds, and then you fall right back into it again. And how do we know? Because we've been there. We've been there. We get it. So this cycle brings food bondage, and what you need is food freedom. Don't let food choices define your value. You know, this is a huge key. You've got to stop seeing a food as the source. Food is not your source. Let me say that again. Food is not your source. The creator of all things is your true source. Food is not your source. It is a resource. It's a tool. It's a tool to fuel your body. Why? Because you have things you need to do, places you want to go, people you need to see. You have appointments in life, things that you need to accomplish. You have a legacy that you want to leave. And as a busy woman, you don't have time to have low energy. You don't have time to sit in a doctor's office and be dealing with these diseases. You've got children to raise and seeds to plant in their life. And you've got to be able to think clearly enough and have the energy that to do these things that you want to do. And you can't do that if your body isn't fueled right. And your body can't be fueled right 
if you see food as your source, it becomes your, it becomes all encompassing. It's like all you think about it and you're pl- constantly planning meals and looking for that perfect recipe well, and, and doing even, all these things. And it's just, it's this vicious cycle. We've even been in a situation and have seen others do it where you're finishing a meal and then planning what the next meal is going to be. Absolutely. Like, oh, that dinner. was so good. Oh, tonight for dinner, let's have this. Yeah, thinking and talking and, about it. And you're just always, your thoughts are always revolving around that. And that's not food freedom either. So think about food as your resource. It is like fuel for your body. It's fuel for the car. Your body is your vehicle and your vehicle allows you to either do what you need to do and what you were put here to do, or it stops you from doing that. It's like a good fuel or a bad fuel for your car. Here well, comes a car analogy. I see well, it. No, <laughs> I know I mentioned um, it, but only I see a little bit. Else. No, well, and we know this from example <laughs> because we've had times whenever we've had our uh, car didn't break down. We were traveling and we we're pulling something on a trailer and the tire blew. Yeah, that was awful. So yes, and so I think I think it was <laughs> we one, were one of the rental brands, and so they yeah. had the eight hundred number. So we called them. They sent somebody out, but oh, it's going to be an hour or two. What did we do? We went nowhere. <laughs> well, we went nowhere, but we were, I, and this is where I'm getting with this analogy is I was sitting in my car, stuck there, trapped. I wasn't going anywhere. Exactly. But I was in my car, but I couldn't go. Now, we couldn't go where we wanted to go. Wanted and to we go wanted and to go and needed there. to go. Yeah. So, and thankfully in this case, it wasn't an engine breakdown, but I think the analogy still applies. If your body is not fueled properly and it's not going and you don't have the energy you're trapped in that body. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know with you, you were trapped in bed many days I was where you were homeschooling the kids from bed. No, They energy. were going and doing the things and fixing mm-hmm. lunch and bringing you lunch mm-hmm. in bed because your vehicle didn't have the right fuel exactly. to get out and to go. But nobody was telling me those things. And that's where I just get so lit. I mean, I just get lit up about this stuff because I don't want anybody to ever be in that situation again. Nobody should have to feel like they have no power over what they're going through or that it's some genetic thing that there's nothing they can do about. Yes, we all have certain genes, but genes can either be turned on and off by the food we eat. And it is a known fact. I mean, that has been shown by research over and over and over again. But people aren't showing, telling us that. And once we know that, then all we hear is, well, don't eat this and eat that. And you need to find the right recipes. And we're searching through all these recipes, which... We don't know how to recognize the ingredients that are harmful or are good for us. We don't know how to make the right substitutions that taste great that we actually like. So we no longer view it as dieting, that we actually love the way we're fueling our body, not only because it makes us feel better and we get the results, the ultimate results we want, but we no longer feel have to feel bad about it because we aren't seeing these foods as a source We now understand they're just to power us. This is just to power me to do this thing that I want to do and that thing that I need to do and this thing I've been called to do. Now I can do those things because food is fuel and I know how to make the right substitutions that taste just as great, but they also make me feel good. I know how to not just substitute ingredients, but substitute full meals. Like if I just loved pizza, I know how to have it different now. If I love burgers, I know how to have it in a way that fuels me well. Not only that, It doesn't take you hours upon hours in the kitchen, and it doesn't take all these big, long ingredients list of crazy things that I'm going to open a can and use two tablespoons of, and then it's going to go bad in my refrigerator. That doesn't make any sense at all. So you've got to know how to do this in a way that not only makes you feel feel great, but that you like the taste of it, and that 
you enjoy it. But I'll tell you what, when we talk about food freedom, those foods that you really are are not needing to have in your life, the ones that need to go, if you can learn the foods to put in their place and how to replace like we're talking about, those things lose their hold on you because they don't seem so important anymore because now you've got that great sub. But not only that, your cravings will change. You're not even going to crave those things anymore. You'll find yourself start to start looking forward to the new things. Did I say craving those things? No. Sometimes you'll hear me say that, like I'm craving cauliflower. I'm craving. It's not the same kind of craving I used to have for cheese, like that I gotta have it or I'm gonna go nuts. So it's like I just want that when I'm hungry because that's what I like now. They don't have the holds on you. They don't. Um, touch those receptors like in your brain that cause the release of dopamine or different things like Like that. Like we would go eat a pizza and you get that first bite and then after a moment it's just this this flood of ah I feel good. Mm -hmm. And that is usually a sign that there is dopamine involved with it and that's known to be with things like sugar. That's Mm -hmm. why they'll uh, different food manufacturers will add sugar to products that don't really need them otherwise. Dairy. Well, yes, the uh, casein. Exactly. The protein that's in there, they extract that protein from dairy and put it in foods that have no dairy. Why? Because it's addictive. It attacks you that. I say attacks. It is kind of like it's attacking you, but it makes your body to release these chemicals, these hormones that make you feel great, that make you crave those things over time because you want that feeling again. And I would say, too, that this is not a a bad thing. It's just that the system is getting hijacked and artificially overstimulated because food should be enjoyable, but it it should not be be your primary focus. And with the food freedom, the food can become a secondary focus in your relationships and all the other things that you want to accomplish can then become your primary focus. Mm -hmm. All the places you want to travel, all the things you're called to do, the business you're called to build, the children you want to raise, plus your mental clarity. I mean, the amount of mental clarity that we have now compared to before, how we can think clearly, the amount of things I can get done. If you find yourself constantly feeling exhausted and not able to get all these things that you want and need to accomplish on a daily basis, and you're just constantly frustrated, this can be a huge key to changing that and turning it all around for you. So we want food freedom for you. We don't want you to be stuck in this cycle of, I'm bad or I'm good based on what food you're eating. You just need to learn a simple way to get quick, easy, delicious meals on the table that make you feel satisfied, that taste amazing, and that still give you those same flavor profiles you're after. You've got to know how to build flavor families. You've got to know how to build your pantry. We call that flipping your pantry, like flipping a house. You know, you're not just going to think about the things you want to get out. You've got to get the right things back in their place. Because I'm telling you, if you leave a hole where that old food was that you just absolutely loved, you're going to go back and go nuts on that food. It's not going to work. Or something else will take its place that you don't want. And it's like with the flipping the house, you got to get all the old stuff out, but you can't stop there Mm -mm. because nobody's going to buy that house. If you've watched a flipping show like Flip or Flop Mm -hmm. or any of the others, they got to take all the old out, but then put in good stuff. No, imagine you're watching Flip or Flop and they only clear out half of each room and they keep half of the rest of the junk that's in there or the walls or the flooring. So they're just going to replace half of it. 
Yeah. How's that about, flip going to go? <laughs> hadn't thought about that in my mind. I was thinking about clearing out all of it. But if you left half of the old yeah, cabinets and put in half new cabinets, well, yeah, that, that half is it's great. It's going to look a little better. But no one's still going to want to buy that house. <laughs> it's going to look a little better. And that's the thing. You get the choice. You get to decide. Jared and I are not judgmental. You get to decide how much you want to do. Some people say, you know what? I'm not ready to give up meat. And sometimes that's tied to false ideas like I've got to have meat to have protein or I'm not ready to give up dairy. Well, why? Because I know I need dairy for my calcium. Well, these are false things. These are myths that you need to move beyond because all plant foods have protein in them and you don't have to have dairy to get your calcium. Plant foods have plenty of calcium. I I say all the time, where do cows get the calcium that goes into the milk from the plants that they eat? Absolutely. It makes perfect sense. Nothing but grass. So you have to be able to think about all these things and get these things in place. That's why we're so passionate about it. It's not about finding somebody to teach you plant-based or to teach you vegan that's just going to give you a bunch of recipes. You've got to understand formulas. You've got to understand how to flip your pantry. You've got to understand food upgrades and how to do things like um, we do leftover things too, like how to turn yesterday's leftovers into today's masterpiece. These are the kind of things you've got to know if you want to make it last and not be on another diet. And it also gives you time freedom, too. Oh, my word. It's amazing. Just think about yesterday's leftovers being today's masterpiece. That and just how you feel. I mean, the amount of things you can get done in the time when your body's fueled great. I have to force myself to go to bed now. I used to have to force myself to get up. And to try to survive the day until I could crash into bed and do it all over again. That's for the birds. We don't want that for anybody. If that's your story, we get it. You have two people here who understand that. And the, the aches and pains of older, quote, older age, those those aches and pains you start getting and you just convince yourself, oh, I'm just getting older. Or people, You hear people around you saying that. That should not be the case. That is not normal. There are ways that you can see those things start to reverse. We've had that reverse. Jared constantly had aches and pains and and really didn't talk a lot about it. And then all of a sudden he we started eating this way and he's realizing not too long down the road, wow, I don't hurt anymore. My shoulders don't seem to bother me and and my (laughs) hips. Yeah. And then there was the um you know, the carotid artery vascular things that I had Bradley on my side and I'd hear my neck just not my neck, but you know, the vascular system in my neck and I would hear my artery, the blood flow through there. I could hear it when I laid on that side and compressed it a little more because it was already clogging up and go back and listen. I mean, this, these things can start in children. So if you have children, this is not just about you. Yes, they need their parent. They need their aunt. They need their grandparents there. They need you there, but they also need you to set a great example for them. And you're more than capable of doing that when you learn these things, these things that make it easy and enjoyable and taste good so that you can do it for the long haul and you're done with dieting because dieting is ridiculous. And the it thing, just doesn't work. And the thing with your children is you not only share genes, but you also share habits. Because Good the point. habits that you have, your children are going to learn from. And I hear people say this all the time. I have high cholesterol because it's just a genetic thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that may be. I mean, certainly there are genetic predispositions for certain things. But as you alluded to earlier mm-hmm. in this episode, that that the food can turn certain genes on and certain genes off. Certainly within families, the children are going to do what they see you do. Mm-hmm. They're going to build those habits. They're going to eat the same thing that you eat. 
And, and you right. can go back a few episodes and, and listen, listen to where to we talk about how heart disease starts in children. They're, they're seeing it's that. Known. It's a known fact now. And the thing is with cholesterol, you know, you reminded me too, we think about how it is in families, but we've seen it over and over again reverse. We've seen that happen. It happens on a regular basis. Google testimonials, plant-based testimonials, cholesterol, plant-based testimonials, heart health, or, or um, reversal of heart disease, reversal of diabetes. And it may not take as long as you think. Autoimmune disease. I got my energy back. I got my life back. That's my story. I mean, everything can Recently, change. we've seen thyroid issues reverse. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You, you can see these things start to change. Diabetes reversing. That's why it's so important when you start a plant-based journey as well. Always, always be followed by your physician. Yes. Especially especially if you're taking medications because your need for that medicine may go down very rapidly when you start eating this way. And that's not a good thing either. They may need to adjust your medications. And especially if you go 100%, most likely they're going to need to start adjusting those quite rapidly. You'll be surprised at how quickly things can turn around. Are we saying for you, if you have it, it's definitely going to reverse? No, because we don't know your specific condition. We don't know specifically how you're eating and what's going on in your life and the stresses in your life and the relationships and what they're like. And are you getting outside? And are you getting your feet on the ground in fresh air? And are you getting all these are the all these other areas that we also work on? Are those things being addressed as well? Because it's not just about the broccoli on your fork, right? There are other areas as well. Yeah. But this is key. The foods are key. And that's why Jared and I focus on that. In our membership, we teach about other things and we have other experts come in as well to talk about those things. But what you want to do is first get that food key right. And it's not just about the recipes. And it's also not just seeing, not seeing yourself. And it's also not about seeing yourself as good or bad based on your food choices. We want food freedom for you and you can have food freedom. This is the reality of knowing how to do this the right way, the smarter way. Plant-based 2.0 is what this is all about. And that's what we want for you. We are thrilled that you joined us today. Thank you for stopping by and sharing this time with us. We look forward to getting to know you more too. Drop me an email at Anita at Smarter Healthy Living. And if this has helped you in some way, take a moment right now to write a quick review. That would help us to reach a lot more people with these really important messages. And until next time, we look forward to seeing you again. And we hope you have a fantastic day.